Right. I got a special guest coming on this Friday, April 1st. Let's get it. Let me set my camera up just right. Live on YouTube, live on Facebook. Let's go get a Tara. Future older woman for saying there. Let's get it. y'all come out and vote. We're going to ask a couple questions to my big sister tattoo, Atara Estes, older woman of St. Anne. Waiting for her to come on. All right, we have Atara, future older woman of St. Anne, Ward 1. How are you doing today, Atara? Hey, hey, I'm trying to get this. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Okay, trying to get everything adjusted <laughs> and situated. I am good. Can you, look, can you see me? Take your time, take your time. I am definitely trying to get myself acclimated to all of this wonderful technology. I'm telling you, we came a long ways with this technology. Uh, yes, yes, we have. Yes, we have. So, thank you for having me. Thank you for wanting to um, work with me in doing this um, this eventful um, historical moment in my life of running for uh, all the women for the city of St. Anne and Ward 1 that is, and wanting to be able to contribute in any way that I can. But I'm gonna let you go ahead and interview me and, and not answer it before you, you ask me the questions and stuff, so. It's all good. First of all, I just wanna say God is love, love is God. Gratitude to God for my big sister, Atara Catrice Estes. We know her better known as Tattoo and our entire family, including our kids. Um. I know it's going down April 5th. I just want to say that right there. Tuesday, make sure y'all vote for Tara Estes, St. Anne Award 1. All right, Tara, you ready for some of these questions? Uh, I'm as ready as I'm going to be. Uh, so go go for it. Go, go for it. Right. And I'm hoping whoever is going to be listening, share this. Share that we are on live. Share that we are trying to target St. Anne Ward 1. That's the goal. Definitely. Definitely share it, share it, share it. Let the masses see Atara Estes right now in this interview with her little brother, Chicago X. All right, Atara, once again, we at this place in time. You're very inspirational, first of all, to us all. First question I got for you. What? are your views for the city of St. Anne? 
my views for the city of St. Anne is one, I love the city. That's the reason why I moved to uh, the city of St. Anne. And I moved me and my family here um, about four, almost five years ago. And St. Anne offers so much to the community members here. We have a lot to offer. We have a lot of, of things that we can um, really engage with one another. We have opportunities that are here that our children are able to grow and thrive in. And, and it is a community uh, of neighbors. Um, I see nothing but togetherness when it comes to um, my neighbors. And I know that the views that some people may take from the news may not be the same unless you live here. If you live here, then you know. But the view that I have is so much bigger. Even what we have now with our Northwest Plaza uh, area, we have a, a, a great opportunity to expand and build out more businesses and, and other varieties like we had back in the day when Northwest Plaza was popping. So we have so much growth and development that is to actually taking place. That's why I'm here to be a part of it. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I can contest to that, Northwest Plaza. Yes. That was the go-to spot, especially for the concert rooms. Yes, indeed. So Tara came, came a long ways. No, the 90s, wasn't it? Uh, pretty late much. 90s, late yeah. 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. Um, yeah, when we moved from, we were living in Overland um, at that time. So we've been in this community for, for a whole lot longer been just the five years in St. Anne, but we've seen so much growth, but we also saw a lot of resistance when we first got here um, of the divide and the separation or segregation to be more, you know, clear that, you know, it was hard for uh, black and brown communities to come into uh, a, a space and place like Overland and St. John or St. Anne or Breckenridge. It gave us a whole new meaning when we did find ourselves belonging because we wanted the same thing. We wanted safety. We wanted security. We wanted a, a, a safe place for our kids to play and grow up in. And we, and I actually stayed regardless of some of the, the red tape or red flags or the red line that was actually in the way for some, but I stood to be that one to make a difference for my family and we thrived. We actually thrived when we got here. You were a part of that. Um, um, my brother, my sister, my mom, you guys actually benefited by me actually moving out into Overland in the 90s. And we've stayed in this community for quite some time to actually mm -hmm. see transformational things. But yeah, Charlotte too, but I, you know, I, I lived in Overland mainly. Yeah. So they all are connected. That's another thing. We have so many <laughs> we have so many municipalities that you try to figure out exactly um, who is who. Because if you cross over into St. John, you're dealing with their jurisdiction. If you cross over to Overland in itself, you're dealing with them. So you have to get along with everybody if you're going to be here. And there is power in togetherness, and that's just how I look at it. Yes. Perfectly said. Perfectly said. Okay, I got another one for you. Will you be working with the chief of police to decrease crime in the city of St. Anne? Chief of I, police being I, I, chief I, I, Jimenez. Yes, I would hope 
that any position that I am qualified to do, that I will get a chance to not only work with the chief of police, but all professions that are in this community to help the community thrive. It is not just one entity of business, but it's all of our business to be collectively collaborating to implement new infrastructure and the different things that they're going to actually enhance the ability for the community to thrive even more. On another step, on another level, we have an opportunity to work together, but there's no way I would not be able to work with Chief uh, Jimenez or any other uh, fire department chief or any other essential worker or frontline worker. Got it. Got it. Shout out to Chief Aaron Jimenez. How do you feel about the act of an older woman? Um, it's a huge responsibility, one that no one should actually take lightly, not one should actually be comfortable in that position. And what I mean by that, it's not about me. I'm, I'm not ready for all the women to make it about me. I am making a mission move to be beneficial and implement the impactful changes that our disadvantaged community that are within the St. Anne area cannot continue to feel disadvantaged, that they will actually get the well-deserved services that they don't know that is already their benefits. So rather than not, it's one that has been addressed. I'm here to, you know, shed some light. And being an older woman is actually letting the community of all backgrounds, it doesn't matter economic status. It does not matter because one thing I know, struggle is a struggle. Pain is pain. And if any of us are going through those things, there are resources that can help in those areas. I am a justice and health equity specialist. So with all of that being said, I'm going to make sure the health of people is a priority, not just the things that we live in. If you're not working on the inside of you, what, what matters about the outside looking all pretty when your inside is just all gooky? So let's, as an older woman, I will want to really go inside and get to the root of some things and work along with the team of amazing aldermen, older women who are already staffed, already in place to actually come with a fresh perspective, be in, in place to actually let you know as, as an older woman, I'm here for all. I'm not making a difference. It's not, it's not a black or white thing. It's not a rich or poor thing. This is a right thing. This is a justice thing. And that's what I've planned to do as an older woman, making sure everyone is justly served. I know you'll be great at it. Uh, next question. Why should the city of St. Anne War One vote for you? Um, uh, well, um, they have a choice. <laughs> I mean, and, and by me being on the ballot, I want them to be able to use their power of choice. You have a chance to keep the candidate that has been in already for the eight years that they have displayed and, and, and with much respect to them, they have done amazing. But if there is more to what has been happening in our community that I can say that I've seen from being here, there needs to be a fresh perspective to enhance. 
we should not be at a place of, of a battle of just because you've been here longer that the next person that's coming in is not qualified. When I applied to actually become in the running, I did not see anything that I didn't qualify for. So my qualification led me to be where I'm at. So that makes me qualified to actually run and be at a position to help with the progression that has already been in place. And I don't have false promises that I can't keep because I'm a woman of my word and always come 150% with what I say it can and will happen. Now, it might not happen when someone else thinks that the time frame needs to be in place. And that could be for whatever reason. But I'm a learner. I'm young enough. I'm, I'm a sponge of education. I definitely take it very <laughs> serious that you need to know your work. But going into any job, they have to train you. So rather than not, I have what others may feel that doesn't match with an eight-year vet. I do have some longevity, and, and I, I am a trailblazer in my own right. And what I've done professionally in my own work of experience, as well as in my own professional and personal life. Yes. Yes. And I agree. All right. My next question for you, Atara Estes, future older woman of St. Anne Ward 1. Do you have any experience in politics to lead a community of that such of a large capacity? Well, we're talking about experience, and I would go back and challenge that question. We all had a, be a new beginning to anything that we've entered into, and we either stuck with it to grow, to put years behind us. That's what it's about. It's, the, it's about growing to that next level. Am I equipped to do exactly on this larger scale? Yes, because I'm not doing it by myself. This is not a work for one person. This is a work that all of us will get a chance to play. And I have a voice and I have an opinion and I have ideas and I have a vision just as well as anyone else that could actually enhance the global majority. So I'm not taking on anything that I can't handle. I actually know that with me working within partners and stakeholders within our local region and, and on our statewide, that I lead actually right now on these platforms as a great leader that I can have other people to speak and, and speak for me to where I don't have to speak for myself, but to actually allow you to understand my regional community work is results. We have been hands-on in our community, and we have got, gained a lot of recognition and awards for the work that we've done. I'm the current president of our Community Health Workers of Missouri Association, and that association is brand new. We have successfully been able to double our recruitment, and we profited over 50% under my watch over what people thought was impossible. I work with within the city and the county with reentry work. And we have success rates for just working with the community population that they ended up telling us when we first came into this work that it was impossible to get them to not return to jail. Well, if my records show me the results of can I handle a large population of people, let's look at the disadvantage. If I have a 94% not returning back to jail success rate, I think I'm doing pretty good by the cost effectiveness that it looks like I can handle big or small populations to actually help us to move forward in a safe environment. 
not a dysfunctional one. What would you change of St. Anne in Ward 1? Ooh, what would I change? The biggest thing that seems to stand out um, for me is diversity. The diversity, the equity, and the inclusion of black and brown actually running for office, having an opportunity to be able to stand in these spaces and places and belong and to bring what they have to the table. So I believe that if we can have any nuance for the change of St. Anne, allow a woman of color, and I don't like using that card, but if you're looking at the history of, of St. Anne, there has not been diversity in these strong positions. Yeah, they have some positions in, in the uh, police department. They have had some in some other areas. But let's be very honest with ourselves. In a political arena such as St. Anne, in the offices of an older woman or older men, there has not been strong diversity there. And we have now become an opportunity to create change and to make history today. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. How would you decrease the crime in St. Anne Ward 1? Well, <laughs> decreasing the crime come, comes at a really strategic plan has to be put in place. And you have to be able to get to the root of the problem with whatever has caused this spiraling of violence and the unsafety practices that has been occurring in our neighborhood. I would say before I moved here, I knew it was safe here. But when you hear and see the different traffic that comes through, I would say it like that, because it's not always necessarily that it's coming from St. Anne, but we have a lot of traffic of outside people who come through St. Anne and the crime is left like it started there. So if we can look at collaborating with our other brothers and sisters in our community leaders, such as St. Anne with Overland, Breckenridge, Charlotte, Woodson Terrace, any of these other municipalities that are having such a problem with crime, I would actually want to sit down with you and actually talk about the health and well-being of our community members. Because one, trauma needs to be not a regular thing that we go through for witnessing violence, for witnessing different other grief that we are experiencing. COVID has placed a really hardship on a lot of people, but we were already suffering before COVID even arrived. So what happened to those other social determinants that people were already dealing with, with their health? We got survival in all aspects. People had to survive. We have more people in our county jails are sitting there because they can't place a bond to get released. So if we're going to talk about justice and what we can do, let us come together to bring healing to a community of those who have committed crime. Let's put together a reentry program, such as what I have been working with in the city and now currently in the county. And if we can come together to actually build it out, we can see more or less crime with the success rate that I was already speaking of and being the first African-American woman along with an amazing team at Integrated Health Network 
for our reentry program, we are five years plus in the making of continuing success to make sure that those who are incarcerated have a recovery to be able to come back in the community and thrive again. So we need to help those who are causing it and not just keep perpetually locking them up. We have to find social services networks that will actually help the need of our community members, whether there is grief, whether there is some mental health issue, whether there is some substance abuse issue, rather it is just life period. The struggle is real. And if we don't come together, we're going to find more problems that we think that we are avoiding is going to hit us straight on and we're going to have to face it sooner or later. So why not begin to implement some of those practical things on what to do? And that's what I'm here to do. Rather, I am the one to get elected in. I have a mission and I will continue to be on this mission to help my brothers and sisters. Doesn't matter the background of their race. That if you have a struggle, if you have a problem, we have a reentry program that can help turn your whole life around because you have a community health worker. Community health workers are that frontline worker that help navigate and be in the middle to be that mediator. And that's what I find myself that I think I'm going to be as the, the next older woman, a mediator. I'm not on anybody's particular side that other people say, you got to pick a side. Well, how about we be on the right side? How about we find right solutions? How about we find a right plan together instead of one doing one over here and creating silos over there? If you got a, a, a program or initiative that's working and you got something missing that you don't have, that's add the other component to it. We need to be one body, not all these different members, all in these different spaces and, and, and vomiting everywhere. We need to be on one accord in order to bring down the crime. And I know that it can be done because the success rate that I show forth in my own data at my job, where I work professionally as a specialist community health worker, are the results that don't lie. We commend you on all of your community health working endeavors. How long have you been a citizen of St. Anne Ward 1? I've been here going on five years um, with my daughters. Um, I, I have, I'm a single mother. I have two amazing daughters, um, young adults now. They grew up through the Rittner School District, and they have um, experienced some Ledoux and Hazelwood um, school districts as well. But our home has mainly been in the Rittner District, and I've been hands-on to work alongside with the school districts by participating in different forums and panels and advocating for the students there. So my hands-on work is might not be seen by others, but I do my work in silence. So this is like the first time I'm actually um, being pushed in the forefront for a lot of work because you should not have to broadcast what you're doing if you are doing the work of the mission that you're called to do. You should be just found doing your job. If that's your mission, and I, with me doing it, just if, if I'm asleep, I'm still doing my job. So I, I just look at Rittner District has been a, a great component for my daughters. And, you know, with the, I would say their education of helping my daughter who had learning disabilities or mental health issues, our children have to have a great support team. I found that here in this district where I live, and I'm a proud citizen of being here and making sure others like myself 
have the same type of support. That's that's what I like about St. Ann because you can get support here. They do care about our children and they do care about our elders too. Definitely. 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 So definitely a citizen of St. Ann, War One. How can we find out more about Achara Essence on social media and what are all the what are all your contacts? Oh sorry, my my, my connection. I just I'm gonna repeat it. How can we find out more about Atara Estes and on social media and all contacts? Um Social media, you can definitely uh, go to Facebook, elect Atara Estes or St. Anne. Um, if you go on Atara Estes, I, I probably will not be taking on new people. But if you go to my elect Atara Estes page, that will you can be there and be more vocal of communication. I am on Instagram, Atara Estes. I'm on Twitter, Atara Estes. And if you are really... Um, really for supporting this campaign. I am, I have a website and maybe he can put it, you can put it in the box here. It's ataracestes.polyengine.com. That is the campaign website. You can definitely still donate to help in our efforts. I will definitely be doing as much as I can to um, get more attention within the community. Um, through the fundraising, because there are different things that I know that I've witnessed throughout my canvassing. Um, you can also contact me if you want to talk to me and give me any comments, concerns, or any questions that I, I probably did not address. I mean, you all can ask me like right now if you have a question and I'll be willing to answer it. And I usually don't do that, but I'm willing to answer questions um, to make sure that you all know that I am qualified to do this position. I am here because I live here. So I belong here too. And the number that I will give out for you all is 314-514-4551. 314-514-4551. If you have any questions, concerns, or comments due to listening to anything that I have stated, I just wanted to make sure that the city of St. Anne or anyone who actually have worked with me on any project, any initiatives to understand it's not my election. This is a choice to wherever, rather you vote or not, you made a choice. And I want you to be able to take advantage of the choice that you have right about now. It's up to you to bring in a new person or to keep it the way it is. And I am not coming against what has already been done. I salute every older person who have been rocking before I came along. It's just time for a new perspective. That's all I'm asking for a new day, for a new time and a new season. And this day that we're actually doing this interview, this is not a joke. April Fools might be on this day that I'm doing it, but I'm no fool. And you're not a fool. And you are more than capable to making a conscious decision rather not if I can uh, manage a budget. I can manage a budget. I used to be on government assistant as a single mother. And I had to work with $234. And how do you do that when you have two children that depends on you? 
I made it work. Trust me, when you know how the struggle is real, you know how to survive. Did I do any illegal things to survive? No, I did not. I was able to make every minute count of my money to make sure my daughters had everything that they needed. And right now, I was blessed enough to take myself off of government assistance. Am I bragging? I'm giving God praise. This is a moment that I want to let you all know that how good God is when I was under government assistance, when I had to work with my family members who are in and out of jails, how I had to make sure that they were good while they were incarcerated and making sure that they were justly represented. Let me tell you something about being in a struggle. Coming from where I come from, from the city of uh, Chicago, the streets of Chicago, coming from the streets of New York, and you coming from the streets of St. Louis, if you got all of those three cities up under your belt, there's nothing that city of St. Anne is not going to qualify to get from me. They will get all of me and then some. But are, but are the city of St. Anne willing to allow someone of my unflinching spirit to come in to be a part of. I'm not asking for, for permission. I'm asking you all to make a conscious decision on what do you want. It's not what I want because I know what I bring. I know what I offer. I know that by me being a renter in my home, it's just like I own it. No one would ever know that I wasn't a homeowner, how I keep my property. My property is high class and I make sure I keep it manicured very well so when we talk about different things to try to downplay and and talk about the the value going down it's not that i want the same thing you want as a homeowner i want the same thing you want when you go to work and, and you work for your paycheck i want my money how about when i have my business i want to be able to support businesses, small business owners. I want to be able to spotlight you and what you're doing, making sure that you continue to eat because that's what I'm doing. I want to make sure I'm able to be stable, but it's not about me when I'm talking about representing the city of St. Anne, Ward 1. It is about making sure that you all have all that you need under this umbrella that's called life. You got a small business, you have children that need some redirection and some assistance. You have an elder that you're taking care of and don't know how. I have, I have resources that connect you to, to those things, to those people, real people who care about what they do for the community because they are the community. That's who I am. I'm a community health worker. I specialize in justice and health equity. And nobody can take that from me because I come with it because I know from it. I'm a survivor of domestic violence. I didn't put that out as to be a part of my campaign pool, but I want you to know as a single mother who has struggled through trauma, I had to focus on my well-being. And guess what? I'm here today to let any other struggling parent who is battling with domestic violence, who is battling with mental illness, who is battling with a loved one being incarcerated, or that they are definitely trying to get back out here and be working with a record. I understand where you come from. I also understand what it's going to take to have a village to actually help you to navigate through all of those things. It's called support. And that is what I'm going to honor 
And that is what I'm going to stand on because I've been doing that before I even got to trying to run for office. So it's nothing new to me. It may be new to you, but it's not new to me. So I introduce myself as Atara Estes. And for those who don't know me, my brother and family call me Tattoo. So that is just a little known historical fact about me. The struggle is real. And we overcame a whole lot, but this interview is not about my whole history. Because if you want to know more about me, you can go on ataraestes.com and you can read about my advocacy and my survival and my resiliency, about everything that I've come through. I'm an open book. I've survived the most harshest things. And I go in places that other people would not dare go into. I knock on those doors. I go into those pods. I sit down and talk to you. I don't talk at you. I come to find out that we have to build trusted relationships in our community, in our spaces. And I'm not here to go against anyone who don't want the same things I want. But don't bring it to me that I have to make a difference on the people who I serve. I'm serving those who want to be served. I'm reaching out to those who want to be reached. I'm not going to sit up here and make it seem like I can reach everybody. No, because there are people that you can reach with your platform. So with my platform, I want to be able to reach those who can relate and who are ready to make those impactful changes when they are ready. I'm just looking for your vote. Elected Tara Estes on April 5th. I look forward to hearing from you. My Lines of communication are open. Please leave a message and someone will return your call. Thank you. April 5th, Tuesday, elect Atara Estes, the next older woman, Ward 1. God got us. Keep God first. My mission statement is always this. This is my big sister tattoo. Thank you for the interview, first of all. Thank you for running for this campaign. Like I told you, when you first started running for it, you was already victorious. You already won whatever race that people be running. But my mission statement, treat and speak to yourself the way you want others to treat and speak to you. And look forward to Tuesday, April 5th, Atara Estes, Alder Woman, St. Anne. Vote April 5th, Tuesday. Tara, you can send it out. Thank you. you three words. You don't go my last three words, but go ahead. You got some three words. I just want everybody to know there's power in togetherness. That has been my motto I've been standing on. I'm not going to change that because I know that we can come together collectively. There's power in togetherness. Let's do this. Solidarity, everybody. Gratitude to God. God is love and love is God. See you in a little while. Atara Estes, Older Woman, April 5th, Tuesday. Votes. Love you.